Tom is literally calling me. Hold on, my mom's going. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yo. What are you doing? I'm currently recording a podcast. Sorry. When are you done? I have. We are currently about to start. We were going to invite you to come have cheese dip. Um, that would be lovely, but I am, mom, I'm working. Sweetie, go get it done. I love you. I love you too. Have fun with Margs. Okay, okay, bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, showstoppers and singers alike. Welcome to the grand premiere of the Warm Up Room Podcast. Brace yourselves as we embark on a journey through the sparkling universe of high school show choir in the Deep South. Hosted by the dynamic duo of Aiden Flowers and Dobbs Durkin, this podcast isn't just a stroll down memory lane. It's a full-blown musical extravaganza, and our debut episode, prepare to be enchanted as we unravel the mysteries of the power rankings, delve into the high-energy chaos of first competitions, and spill the glitter on how we stumble into the mesmerizing world of podcasting. So grab your virtual front row seat, dust off your jazz hands, and get ready to be swept away by the symphony of memories and predictions in this epic inaugural episode of the Warm Up Room Podcast. The show's about to begin. Trust us. You won't want to miss a single note. That was beautiful. Thank you. Dad. That was amazing. Honest to God, ChatGPT is so clutch. I would never have been able to write that in the five minutes it took us to no, get was... with ChatGPT. Yeah. Dobbs, we're here. What's up? We're here. We what made it. Doing? We did it. Yeah. With ChatGPT's help, we are recording our first episode, which is kind of weird. I've talked to you about it, but I'm like, people who are listening don't know. Like, we talked Friday, mm-hmm. and this was where we were like, hey, we're going to do this. I talk you off a ledge because you didn't want to do it. Yes, and you then did. We skipped a day, and then I called. And you I and wanted to do it, and then yeah, you right. didn't then want to do it. I was told you, I was like, dude, I don't think we should do this. Uh, I gave you a bunch of different reasons; those don't really matter anymore. But you, you talked me off that ledge, and 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 now we're here. We're doing this. We're not doing it for anybody else. We're doing it for ourselves because we enjoy Show Choir so much, and we want to share it. Let's go ahead. Let's get into the news. Uh, really Let's fast. We've got some first comps coming up uh, January. Uh, as far as the end of January, like that is where we're seeing a lot of these comps coming up. Looks like we've got, uh, for some previews and just some showcase events, we've got Northwest Rankin Music Fest on the 20th. Uh, and then uh, sprinkled in, there are a couple different dates in Alabama uh, for the Alabama Contempo Choral Festival. And then the Hoover City Show Choir Showcase. Like those are all preview events essentially right so uh groups are coming in they're getting judge comments uh day of and they are showing probably the first glimpse of their competition set those are always exciting i went to northwest rankin music fest last year and got to see a lot of good groups in their shows like in their like fledgling stage jackson academy was there i don't know if you got to see it they did their escape room show I did see um, it at South Central last year. I did right, yeah. They did their escape room show, and dude, they didn't have they didn't have any of their sets. And like, if you've seen their show after the fact, like you know that like they had revolving like bookcases and screens and like a bunch of props. 
and watching their kids walk around like miming props was honestly super fun because like I could tell, I mean I could tell what was going on, but they're like miming props. But these these preview these preview fests are pretty are pretty interesting for Alabama at least. The Alabama Contempo Choral Festival is the twelfth and thirteenth. Hoover City Schools Show Choir. Uh, showcase is the 20th of January. That's where a lot of um, not bigger groups, but more experienced groups go and share their um, their shows for the first time. And it's a great way to get some feedback. It's a great way to like, you know, set yourself up, you get some stage experience, and then turn around and comp season's right in front of you. The cool thing about this is like, we've got groups who are going in, who are still putting the pieces together. And, and that's not a bad thing. That's just the nature of this game, right? You've got, like, some of these ideas and these big prop pieces and these, these sets and whatever, like, they're not put together yet. So they're working with their bare bones, just the dancing, just the singing, just the stuff on stage. And, like, sometimes that's the most beautiful version of a show. You really are able to see through some of the, the maybe the show design aspects that kind of can can put up a wall uh, yeah. to see the talent. You're really just seeing the raw talent on stage, and it's pretty awesome. Moving on, uh, we've got some comps in January. Uh, Dobbs, if you want to take a look at those. Yeah, we have Jackson Prep Show Choir Masters on the 27th, uh, South Jones Invitation on the 27th, and then Tallahassee Capital City Classic also on the 27th. Very big, jam-packed weekend. First kickoff comp for the South. Very excited to see what happens. Um, Let's start with Jackson Prep. I know from from what history would probably say, um, Masters is going to be a very uh, middle and large group heavy show. Um, mm-hmm. So if I if I had to, because there's no so if you look at showquire.com, there are no comments and no groups listed that will likely change within the next. I mean, honestly, it could change within the next you know five to seven days. Um, yeah. Especially now that the New Year's is upon us. Um, so there's no telling based on when we're recording now, like who's actually going to be there or not. But if I had to speculate, I would say it's it's a solid bet that you'll see Grenada, Brandon, probably Madison Central, maybe a Jackson Academy. Um, I feel Jackson Academy is usually a lock for uh, Jackson Prep. Um, and compared to the other comps that are going on that weekend, I don't see Jackson Academy Brandon or Grenada MC kind of a toss up depending on where they actually go. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't see those three for sure leaving uh, Jackson prep. Like I don't see them. I think that's probably where they're going to be going that weekend. Um, <clears throat> other than that, you're probably going to see a PRC. Uh, this yeah. comp. If I had to guess, I, I don't know. Cause South Jones is, is also one of those schools, like especially for groups that are more Southern Mississippi or Southern central Mississippi. Uh, South Jones ends up being kind of a hub as like a first comp. Um, so there's no telling necessarily um, where they're where they're going to be for that. But if I had to say, as far as large group is concerned, you're probably going to get a a Brandon Grenada Jackson Academy showdown. Um, and it just depends on where everyone else falls. I know that South Jones as a comp, same weekend, um, they have, there's some comments underneath there. I see uh, confirmed uh Biloxi Junior High, Northeast Jones, Northwest Rankin, Oak Grove, Past Christiane, West Jones, and West Marion. Right. That sounds like fun. 
That sounds like a good comp, man. South Jones is looking. South Jones is always a really fun comp, especially for, uh, like it said here, like Northeast Jones, uh, Oak Grove, Past Christian, like Past Christian, like, uh, and, and and honestly, that whole division, they thrive at comps like this. And like I'm looking below here, we've all, we've got obviously it says Biloxi Junior High again, uh, looking like Pedal Middle School may be attending. Um, mm-hmm. That that isn't especially with with bigger large groups that's not always a determining factor as to whether or not their large group will show up um but pedal middle school being there is is a good deal for uh for the middle school groups um but it's looking like a a confirmation of oak grove west jones northeast jones middle school and high school group attending summerall northwest rankin past christian west marion wayne county laurel that is going to be a big deal, especially coming out the gate for small mixed. Um, I mean, we, we're going to talk about the power rankings here in a minute, but you've got three powerhouses uh, here. I'm seeing Laurel, Wayne County, and West Marion as a big, big deal. Yeah, um, someone who who's not really all too familiar with the small slash middle mixed areas, I'm very excited to see how things start shaking down and start like you know learning a lot about all these groups and like their directors and. Yeah where their shows typically go. I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty pumped. All right, and then we've got one more comp, I believe, uh, Tallahassee, right? Yes, uh, Tallahassee Capital City Classic. Based off of history, again, we'll probably most definitely see an Auburn, a maybe a Tift, maybe a Homewood, probably all three groups there. Auburn will bring all three. Um. That's typically how those start to shake down. Probably a Spain Park, a Hoover, Kelsey. Let's see the showquire.com. Is there anything here? Nothing there. I'm Probably looking at the 2023. Not. I'm looking at the 2023 lineup. Um, mm-hmm. And Dobbs, obviously, you know, uh, you know how this one shook out last year. I, but I do know how this one shook uh, out last year. But so I'm, I'm a. I'm going to move away from Tier 1. We've got a Tier 2. Interesting here. Uh, not not something you normally see as a, as a first-place tie. So what actually happened was every single caption that was given to Tier 2 at this comp was in a tie. Best vocals tie That's, was man. Spain Park and Hoover. Mm-hmm. Uh, best choreography tie was Hoover and Albertville, who's been on yeah. the up recently. Um, and then first place tie was Spain Park and Hoover. Hoover and Vestavia yeah. coming in at third early in the season is it's a big deal. It's a big like this tier two at Tallahassee is always something people want to watch out for because these schools come in late in like late season and start taking final spots away from, you know, bigger yeah. large mixed groups. It's very it's very exciting to see how especially at this specific comp, you know, we'll get the preview shows at their respective uh, performances, but like it's all, it's completely different when the curtain opens right. and it's for a trophy. It's all different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think on that note, it's probably looking at time. It's probably a good call. Just go ahead and move into power rankings. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've got power rankings here um, from small mixed, middle mixed, treble choir, and large slash super mixed. I'm going to just go through, we're going to name them off, and then we can go in and talk about the. The methodology because uh Dobbs people may not know like uh we sat through and we talked about all of these I would say specifically like we'll bring up the top 25 in a minute 
top twenty five got argued about like placement wise. There were there were definitely some some groups who were put in spots that I disagree with. Uh, some groups that were put in spots that I know me and you talked about that you had to fight to keep some people uh, in these positions. Um, but the good thing about this is that this is a starting point and not where uh, not where they will end. These will change. 100% will change. We'll talk about how that change happens. Starting with small mixed division, um, I'm going to go from 18 to 1. We got 18 groups total. We've got 18 with Puckett Perception. We've got 17, Morton 1 Accord. 16, Yazoo County Pride. 15, Helena Spotlight. 14, Columbia Academy Premiers. 13, Warren Central Total Sound. 12, Purvis Pizzazz. 11, Chelsea Out of the Blue. And starting our top 10, in 10th, we've got Pass Christian Luminary. In 9th, we've got Clinton Christian Academy Extreme. In 8th, we've got You Follow Vibe. Seventh, we've got Pell City Showstoppers. Uh, sixth, we've got Wayne County Orange Sensations. Fifth place, starting our top five, we've got Pisgah Energy. Fourth place, Tallahassee Voltage. And our top three, and third, Laurel Showstoppers. And second, West Marion New Era. And topping the small mixed division rankings, we've got in first place, Oxford Sound. I like this. I like this a lot. Obviously, these will change throughout the year, but. I mean, again, I can't wait to see how things shake down. I will most definitely be paying more attention to how these groups perform. And at the specific comps that I'm going to, I will be more excited to watch them than I think I ever have been because because of the new system we've built. Small mixed onto middle mixed out of 15. Number 15, Bradley Central Vocal Motion. 14, Prattville Spotlight. 13, uh, Jasper Phoenix in 12th place, Albertville Center Stage, 11th place, Opelika Ovations, 10th place, Oak Grove Center Stage, 9th place, Spain Park Rhapsody in Blue, 8th place, Summerall Legacy, 7th, Vestavia Hill Singers, 6th is Hoover Paradigm, top 5, we have uh, Briarwood Radica, number 4, Homewood Continuum, 3, South Jones Company, Two PRC, uh, PRC Central Attractions, and then topping the middle mix group, we have Northeast Jones Gold Horizons. At like this list is very, it's extremely competitive to begin with. I'm going to focus on Alabama groups because I'm from Alabama and I, I compete with most of these groups. I watch them, I see them the most. Take it away. Let's go. Let's look at from what I can remember off the top of my head. Briarwood Radica versus Continuum. That was a big. That was a big show last year. That was a big, big, uh, big hitter in many aspects. At Opelika, Continuum lost. At um, at Auburn, Continuum won. Briarwood was on both times. Continuum was on both times. It's just a. It's just a matter of, you know, who's. It's just whose day. Whose day it is. Take Briarwood for example. Briarwood makes finals, in a in a competition with. Oak Mountain, Homewood, who both had two other groups, who both had another group make finals, and they placed third. That's 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 something to shy away from. There's things to be said about all of these groups in this division, in a in a competition like Tallahassee, which is coming up, which we there are no finals. It's it's a little disappointing that there's no finals because I would I would beg to see you know 
Briarwood Radica, Hoover Paradigm, Vestavia Hills Singers, Bain Park Rhapsody in Blue, uh, Homewood Continuum, which are the schools that are most likely going to go to this competition. Like a handful of them paired up against, you know, Auburn Varsity Singers, Home of the Network, Tiff's County in a finals. That like the things like that, like these middle mix groups do not mess around. You cannot overlook one, like overlook them for a second. I 100% agree with what you're saying. Um, and I want to look at real quick with middle mix. Uh, I will say, I'll say top four, but I want to hone in on the top three. And that's something I'm honestly just now looking at and realizing four out of the top 15 are Mississippi groups. Uh, what you've got here specifically, what I want to look at is the top three, the top three middle mix groups. They're all Mississippi groups. And from what I've seen in Mississippi, and I don't think this is a secret necessarily, uh, Mississippi's got their, like their large group division large and super group is really saturated like it's we've got a lot of groups there and therefore i think it makes it hard maybe harder than it is in alabama for these middle mixed groups and small mix throwing them into to make it into finals and so what i'm seeing oh uh, yeah that's yeah that's it's that's, that's a good point right yeah. what i'm yeah. seeing here is the top three in missus in mississippi uh which end up being the top three middle mixed uh they're also consistently placing finals and look, any middle mix group making finals is impressive. I would argue that it is almost as impressive as a treble choir or all girls group making finals, which is where we are going to go to next. Uh, we got the treble choir power rankings, and I want to address uh, because I got a DM from PRC's director, uh, PRC Illumination. Um, if I remember correctly, will not be competing this year. Um, so that is that is one omission on on this list that has not been public uh, publicized yet. Uh, once the season starts, we're going to have essentially like a revamped list with that in mind. Uh, but for now, I'm just going to take all of the the placements. We're going to take PRC out, and we're going to shift all these groups up. So starting at 13 total instead of 14, we've got Briarwood. I believe that's Karis or Karis. Karis. Um, Briarwood Karis. And then at 12, we've got uh, Tallahassee Divas. At 11, we've got Opelika Impressions. And the top 10, uh, we've got Northwest Rankin, The Allure. In ninth place, we've got Albertville Sensations. In eighth place, we've got Madison Central Renown. In seventh place, we've got Enterprise Esprit. In sixth place, we've got Homewood Nexus. Fifth place, we have got Brandon Bellas. Fourth place, we've got Auburn Elan. Um, third place, we've got Oak Mountain <laughs> Muses. Second place, Pedal Innovations, and topping the Treble Choir power rankings, we have got, who else was it going to be? Dupelos Energy. Big, big numbers here yep. coming out. It, within the top three, you have a national champion who is not number one. That should, yeah. that should show. Treble Choirs are so interesting because every time they, like, they're always put on. I remember last year, there was a particular um, annoyance about this. Trouble choirs perform in the morning. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, waking up and going on a bus, you know, a three-hour bus ride, waking up at four in the morning, leaving to go a three-hour bus ride and performing at, you know, 9.45 a.m. And then that judging whether or not you make finals, the, like, yeah. that, that night. Dude, can I tell you, I've been there with those girls. I've seen how us guys handled that. And watching these girls... 
go up on stage, and this isn't just Bella's, this is every girls group, watching those girls go up on stage while us guys are about to pass out because it's so early and it's whatever and we're tired and they have got so much energy because they want this that bad. Like, I remember sitting there, I was, I think I was like leaning up against a wall, like, or like sitting down up against a wall at Madison Central and uh, watching Bella's walk on stage and Tupelo walk off stage and they are one of them just finished one of them's about to go on and they have both got the same amount of energy like like bro we're about to win this thing I I, I gotta stand up because there's no shot like they they inspired the mess out of me all of these yeah. groups inspired the mess out of me they have the hair done the makeup done all this like and then you wake up early they go and then like it's it's extremely and, and then they impressive. wait dude and then they have to wait, which I don't know if there's really a way to solve that. I don't think there is. Um, it's, but... just, it's an unfortunate circumstance of, of how, but it shows you how resilient these, like, how resilient these girls are. And don't get me started, to be honest, because like, I, I, I had plenty of friends who were doublers. Oh. Brandon Bellas, and I, I, I got a feeling, no, I know for a fact, actually, the pedal does the same kind of deal. We've got a lot of girls who do both groups. So that means... That at, at one point or another in the season, we've had a group of, let's, let's say, five, six, maybe seven or eight, who have to go on stage at, let's say, nine in the morning. They then have to get ready to go on stage at potentially four in the afternoon, maybe, maybe, maybe or a little earlier than that, depending on when prelims goes for large groups Unbelievable. And, and how many groups are going. And then, in many cases for Brio uh, and Pedal both, they both have to go on for finals. Oak Mountain does the same thing too. Right. Oak Mountain does so, the same thing with double girls. Four times in one day. I, I mean, I watched girls do this all the time last year, and and some of them, some of them, like by the time the show's over, they're holding everything together the entire time. The time that show's over, they get off stage, they are, they are worn slap out, dude. All right, look, and none of this is to say like anything against a group like Tupelo. Um, because because Lord knows those girls are crazy strong. Um, I think there is a difference, though, between between these girls who get to perform with both groups and a group like Tupelo, where Tupelo, and this is like, this is a crazy different weight, I think, mentally. Tupelo's got to carry the weight of their, they're, they're the sole group representing their school. They've been doing fantastic shows for years, but it's really only been the past two or three years that they've stepped up, I mean, to, to a plate that nobody thought was available to them. Like, they didn't even really know that this was something a girls group could do or were, like, yeah. allowed to do. Like, nobody knew that judges were, like, going to let a girls group place this high. Um, it, it's, I think it, and this is, like, a, a weird prediction soapbox that I'm going to hop on and we can move on after this, but... Tupelo like, GC. Tupelo needs a GC, dude, and and it's not. I'm not gonna say needs one. They de- but they deserve one. They it would probably be so cool. should it have had be. one last year. I mean, God, it'd be amazing. It's gonna come, and it's going to be against a large group because because yeah. of the underlying fact that trouble choirs aren't as good. These girls perform early. They make finals, and then they beat you. And then what do you what do you say? You look at Tupelo. Tupelo's taking down so many large groups. Yeah, in dude. the past like two years. It's it's wild. It's just a matter of time. Absolutely, it is. Um, but that's my soapbox. We can move on. Um, I think for time's sake, let's just go ahead and hop on to top twenty-five. 
that encompasses all large and super uh super large mega groups division top to bottom um, all of them top to bottom all of them right so they're all in there not a not a shock necessarily <clears throat> um but i'll just go ahead and read these out we're not gonna speculate or commentate necessarily on a whole lot of this uh i'll read them out Dobbs, you give your thoughts i'll give my thoughts and then it's done and then we can wipe our hands we can move away and and let the season let begin. Let, exactly. Let's do it. So, 25 to 1. Let's do it. 25 updated list. West Marion New Era, 24. Oxford Sound, 23. We've got Homewood Continuum, 22. South Jones Company, 21. Brandon Bellas, 20. Auburn Elan, 19. Oak Mountain Muses, 18. PRC Central Attractions, 17. Pedal Innovations, 16. Biloxi Sound Surge, 15. Enterprise Encore, 14, Northeast Jones, Gold Horizon, 13, West Jones Imagination, 12, Northwest Rankin, The Ambassadors, 11, Madison Central Reveille, and your top 10, Jackson Prep, Revion, 9, Grenada Visions, 8, Jackson Academy Encore, 7, Auburn, Varsity Singers, 6, Tupelo Synergy, 5, Oak Mountain Singers, and your top 4, 4, Pedal Sound Stations, 3, Brandon Brio, 2, Homewood, the network, and number one, who to thunk it, Clinton Attaché. Dobbs, what are your thoughts? Lots to dig in, especially when you put all these groups up together. I think that seeing schools double up on here. You have Oak Mountain Muses and Oak Mountain Singers. You have Brandon Bellas and uh, Brandon Brio, Homewood, the network, and Homewood Continuum. Obviously, big schools, big names. We know them. We might not like them. We might like them. It depends. But you have to respect. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, Auburn Varsity Singers and Auburn Alon are also both on here. I don't know if I'm missing anyone else. I think that's the oh, pedal uh, sound stations oh, yeah. innovations. Yeah, like look, these are names we have to respect, and we also have to expect a lot from both large and small or trouble. We have all one, not one common enemy. You know, we have the one, <laughs> the one, the one, um, the one streak that we want to break. The one. We all want it. We all want to see who's going to be the first one to do it. And, you know, this year, I think we have a lot of front runners. I think that this, this would be the second most interesting list that's going to change over the whole course of the year. The first being the middle mix. I mean, I'm so excited. Yeah, man. Um, I think this is a good time to talk about kind of the, the thought process behind this list. Uh, I'll be so for real. Like by now, by the time this podcast goes up, uh, you'll, the uh, everyone listening will know like who we are so they'll know it's it's me you Dobbs and uh our other member who's not a part of the podcast but uh Seth Blassingame um so it's us three the the thought behind this initially was kind of just an experiment like that was where me and Seth were at like we were like we were sitting in our dorm like so me and Seth are our roommates at Mississippi College um and we were talking about what a top 25 or top 50 actually was what we were talking about originally top 50. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, show choirs in the South, like what that would look like. We quickly realized that 50 was a very large number. So we dropped it to top 25. And then we talked to another friend of ours, Jason Odom. Um, and he was saying, he kind of brought up the thought of doing like, like AP rankings, kind of like they do with like football. Um, and once we sent out our, uh, 
like we sent out uh, an interest form on the Instagram account and saw what people were interested in, and we put on the the list a power ranking for show choir, and that was the second most voted for thing behind uh, a draft, which draft is going to be hard to do. Hopefully we'll do that at the end of the season. Um, but as far as what was pressing at that point in time was like, that, it was the power ranking. So that was what we were going for. And so we did, we sat there, we started spitballing and off the top of our head, we came up with a list of around 30 groups that we thought were worth including in a top 25. And then once we got, we, we essentially looked at wins and placements from the 2023 season, as well as, and this is just part of the game, because it's all subjective, as well as how we personally felt about this. I don't want people to look at these power rankings as gospel. That's not what these are. Uh, this is not something to base your opinion of your season on. It's not something to base, you know, how much you enjoy your show choir on. Uh, this is simply an experiment um, and a way to to assign numbers to this thing that we love so much. Um, I think it's fun to look at stuff like this. Uh, like I said, it's kind of an experiment. Um, and I think once you look at, or once we're able to explain how the the live rankings will work, like how points get added to each of these groups uh, going forward, there's a lot that's going into this, and at some point we'll explain this more closer to comp season, I imagine. But a lot of thought and time was put into this. Um, and what I, what I would hate to see is that this makes someone think less of the hard work that they're putting in. Dude, getting on stage and performing is what, what this is all about. As long as these kids are enjoying themselves, that's all I, like, that's all I care about. We're putting this out there as, like I said, an experiment. Um, as something that that is fun to look at, um, but something that's not gospel. It's not. It's not the end all, be all. And and that's just my 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 advice is to take this. I mean, honestly, take this as seriously as you would take our opinions. Like we're not judges. Judges don't go by this. Like they they don't care about this. We're just we are we are literally two college teens who are one year removed from show choir, who said, you yeah. know what, hey. I'm going to call you and let's see if we can do something with this. And then yeah. literally an hour later, we're filming a podcast. Yeah, that's literally, that, that's where we. It's just for fun. It's just an yeah, experiment. Yeah, absolutely it is. It's just an experiment. Um, So understand, and we'll kind of leave it here. Understand that that's not where our heart is. Um, Our, our heart is to inspire competition, Um, is to contribute to something that we love which is very real. Like, that's such a real desire of mine. Show Choir gave so much to us. Obviously, different musical uh, abilities. <clears throat> like, I wouldn't be a music education major if it wasn't for me being in Show Choir. Uh, but I'll say more importantly than that, it's given me a confidence. It has given me an outlet to express myself. And it has given me some of the best friends I've ever had and ever will have um, there it is. in my life. And I want to give back what it's given to me or try to and this is kind of the way that it turned out that's where my heart's at in this i believe that's where dobbs heart is at in this i know that's where seth's at in this as well so with that being said we're gonna we're gonna put a cap on 
the Shokar power rankings for now. Let's be completely honest. That's probably the most professional I've been whilst or doing anything really. Like that's that was extremely difficult to stay composed. But yeah, I agree. It's our first time doing something like this. We are very new to this world. We literally were debating on whether or not we are going to do it an hour and a half ago. We're it's we're on holiday. Like we're it's a complete mess right now. As season picks up, it'll get better. But yeah. at the end of every episode, we're gonna do you know a little like Aiden and I will talk to each other about our experiences at show, like with show choir. Because believe it or not, we don't know each other that well. No, we really don't. I think that's we, really interesting. We Considering met how each other, long we've known each other. We met each other. So the South Central Classic Homewood's competition was closed. I went to Homewood, for those who don't know. Um, we I, never talked about that either. No, we <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, let's do a little let's do let's do a little recap. Oh no. Dobbs, introduce yourself. Uh tell oh. tell them how long you've been in Showquire for and what Showquire you're a part of. Hey everyone, my name is Dobbs Durkin. I went to Homewood High School. I was in show choir for six years from seventh to senior year. I was a dance captain and bass captain my senior year of high school. Uh yeah, I I love show choir. It's almost everything I have. Like it's cool. yeah, it's awesome. Sick, cool. So I'll I'll go ahead and introduce myself, I guess. Oh. Um Oh bro, did you just dropped some food on the ground. I just a noodle. Dang, bro. You'll be alright. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm Aiden Flowers. Uh, I was in Brandon Brio and Brandon Blitz, so I was in the middle school group as well. I was in, I've been a part of Brandon Showquire. I was a part of Brandon Showquire for seven years. Um, I was dance captain in middle school for my lat for my eighth grade year, and then technically a dance captain. Uh, sophomore and junior year was one of the head dance captains my senior year um, at one point in time I was a, uh, a a base section leader I was almost a tenor Bro section leader well, this is middle school man so like oh, all of mind. us were bases <laughs> and then I sang tenor two in high school and uh, I was always just good enough to be considered as a uh, uh, a, a vocal leader, um, but not good enough to get that crown. There was always at least one person who was more on pitch than I was, and that's okay with me. That's a lot of responsibility, and I'm okay not having that. But yeah, like Dob said, like I love show choir a lot, um, way more than I thought I was going to when I started. And um, and like I said earlier, it's just because of the the friends and relationships that you know. I've made and the people I've met and everything. It's it's what's made it for me. Yeah. Um we met well I went, so at Homewood and Homewood hosts South Central Classic. That's a really big competition in the South. That's very a very big consistently, deal. Consistently like it's always a big deal each year. And some years bigger than others. Brandon Brio came to South Central Classic my junior year. I saw his friends and him, he and his friends spill a bottle of hair gel on the ground. And it cracked into the crevices of a locker. They had a whole system that they had two guys guarding it, making sure no one saw it. Two guys who were like trying to pick up the glass and a couple guys trying to clean up the gel. And I saw the whole thing after I cleaned up my rooms or my, uh, my group's room after they were gone. This is like, you know, noon. 
And I walk over there and I introduce myself. I'm like, yo, you need some help. I was just over there. Turns out the entire group of hosts for, for Ben and Brio, at least, just completely left. They, they packed their bags and they walked out of the school, which is fine. Because then I got to be their host for the rest of the night. I don't and think I, I met, knew that. Yeah, no. So they, lovely people, amazing people, they actually introduced me to you-know-who, um, which was awesome for me because I was like, oh, yeah. You can um, talk about it if you want. Uh, well, no, no name drop. We, we, right. we can bring it up later. Yeah, it'll happen later. Um, yeah, and if, if you know me, if you know me, you know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> me and my, you know, I had like five, like really, like, like I met them, and they were like, like right off the bat, there's like five of them. They went with me to move their risers because they asked me where to go, and I showed them where to go, and we were running around the school together for like ten minutes, and then I turned around, and the peop- their hosts were. They had their bags in there on their shoulders and they're like, Hey, we'll be back in like three hours. I was like, Huh? They're like, Show time's on the board. You got this. You're going to do great. And I was like, What? They're like, Warm up time is posted in the boys' homeroom and girls' homeroom. If you need someone, don't call us. I was like, Great. Started it up, walked into the room. I was like, Hey, everyone, I need your attention really quick. And everyone was so respectful. They turned and looked at me. And I'm like, My name's Dobbs. And you know, those five guys were like, Yeah. I'm gonna be your new host. So bad, it's so funny. You like screamed. Like I know what you're saying. You're saying like yay knobs, but your AirPods are like clipping. So it's just like you. Is it bad? It's not. It's not awful. Like I I mean, I I imagine they like the listener probably can't know what you said, but I will tell them. You said yay knobs. It's not a big deal. Yeah. No. Okay. They they were on board with me as soon as I like as soon as I walked into that room, and since then we've been best friends. You know. Yeah. Like me and me and the people that I met that night have not stopped communication. Um, I like, I love Brandon Brio. Brandon Brio hopefully loves Homewood. I mean, obviously <clears throat> I'm not in it anymore, but as far as what I remember, um, I think luckily in that time span, while we were both still in our groups, um, we never had to go up against each other. There was that one point where bad. we almost did. But but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a second. Because I remember meeting meeting you, Dobbs, and remember like I'm trying to think. I think I remember the moment because I was not initially in that group that met you. I don't remember I was, the the because there were so many people that I met that so day. So many people, right? Yeah, I don't remember because there's who all was where. Because I, I mean, if I remember right, like it's it's like me, Jason. <clears throat> Seth, Andrew, Mabry, and a couple other people. Um, but big deal in, in meeting you, uh, which is interesting in the whole history of how we got here. Yeah. Is that and I don't know how many people know this, but there was a there's a meme account. Uh, I believe it was MS underscore show choir memes. Um it was the first iteration of what is now mississippi show choir memes um so this was two years ago ish almost yeah 2022 2022 yeah so almost two years which is it feels like a lot longer it's almost two years ago and me seth blassingame jason odom and a buddy of ours oh you're letting them know i'm gonna let them know i'm gonna let them know oh wow um we because look we're all graduated like we none of us are in the group anymore right so like it's not no, and most people who needed to know knew. Uh, everyone had their guess, but it didn't really matter after the account <clears> shut down. But no, we so we we ran 
the first iteration of MS underscore show choir memes. And interestingly enough, Dobbs, I told you this like two days ago, that correlates as far as the, the like the conception of the idea of doing mm-hmm. the account with us meeting you at Homewood. Right? So But I still we don't understand on... how. So okay. So we were on the bus <clears throat> going to Homewood and we did I think we were just making memes as a bit. Mm-hmm. Like we were making like regular memes. Like just like the type of memes that are so cringe that it makes you laugh. Like it's the mm-hmm. really awful memes. Yeah. We're sending them back and forth. And at some point someone sent one show choir related. I don't remember what was the first one, but I know that it, it was like maybe Jason sent one show choir related. And then that just started a cycle of churning out banger after banger after banger of memes. Mm-hmm. And um and I believe that was on the bus to Homewood. And I could be could be wrong. I think it's a cooler story if it's on the bus to Homewood. So I don't we'll want just anyone say it was. who was involved. Yeah, we'll say it we'll say it was. That was when the first memes were made, right? <clears throat> um we met you, had a wonderful time at Homewood. I remember sitting in the room after losing prelims, and you were in there, and you were so, like, we were all locked in mentally. It was as if you were a member of the group, because... Y'all inducted me, like, that was, like... Well, yeah, was that was like, a whole There was deal. some like, ritual even, thing that happened, and I even was Mr. Woodward, out. Even Mr. Woodward ended up buying into it, to a point where when he sees you now, he knows who you are, he remembers... We bring up, hey, you know, Dobbs is in town or something like that. And he's like, oh, Dobbs is here. And we're like, yeah, of course. Oh. Yeah. So we love him. Uh, and, and he loves you. Um, but I remember that being a deal where it was like we came out from, from prelims. We got, you know, second in prelims. And then what got all of us bought in on the whole Dobbs train thing, man, was when we were going, we're walking to the warm-up room for finals. And you like grab probably that five, right? So whoever that group was, like, and and maybe some more. And you hyped the mess. No, I got all of them. I remember the girls yelled at me because they. So after prelims, we all went to dinner. We all went down to the cafe and we ate. There was like maybe twenty people who wanted to eat dinner with me, and I was like, "This is like really weird. I don't know what's going on." But I was like, you know, I was kind of fine with it. I was like, "Okay, these people want to get to know me. I'll I'll talk to them. I'm I'm feeling social." And I was. Like I was just yapping, and they were yapping back to me, and I was like, "This is awesome." People just want to talk. Like this is cool. I know for a fact I met the Flowers twins there. Yeah. And then I think I met your mother there as well. Yeah, my mom was probably there. And Griffin wanted to sh- so badly wanted to show me the the trick with the two twins and the like his seventh grade show or something. Oh, the magic trick. Yeah, it was his eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. that was that was like a core memory of mine. But then after dinner, we went up. And I, that's when I walked in the room and I kind of looked around. I remember Tyler being like my savior that night. And Tyler was super, super nice. Like, the, he's always nice to me. Yeah, like, I love that. He, and he looked at me. He was like, hey, we're all feeling a little down. I was like, I can see that. So we get to the war. We, I figured the, the host came back. The three hosts came back. They did. They came back. They walked us to the warm-up room. And I was leading the way. And I was like, I was with, because it was uh, Nick and Catherine were the two line leaders or whatever. And I remember Jason was behind him, and I I think Mabry was the next one. And Mabry had just won solo comp, right? So he was, you know, he was like, he was like, he was like mute. He was not talking. He was locked in. He was ready. The warm up room didn't go too well. 
Y'all yeah. were really down on yourselves because Auburn was ahead. Of, Auburn was ahead of you guys, <clears throat> and I was I was super focused on why. Like I was like, why? Like, so what? This isn't like this never had like the. I kind of get I get all the guys together, and the girls are doing their own separate thing on the other side of the room. And I start quiet, and I start talking. I'm like, I don't care what happened. Like, I'm proud of you. You should be proud of yourselves, and all this fun, like little whatever. And the girls turn around and they yell at me because I'm being too loud. So we go out in the hallway and I'm yelling at you guys. And I'm like, like, I'm getting y'all hype. And then y'all go on stage. And it was like, oh, it was magic, man. It was absolutely I, magic. It was so, because it was so much fun to watch. I remember it being a fun day hanging out with you and thinking, this is a nice host, but I don't know how much like he's going to help. Like, at no point did I think like, oh, you're going to help and be pretty instrumental in us getting in the right mindset to eventually come back and win the thing. Because there was this kind of like upper echelon of groups. And it felt like even internally, it felt like Brio was like knocking at the top. Like we were trying to get in with all of them that we just hadn't yet. And the big deal with us beating Auburn was the fact that it was the first Alabama group Alabama large group that we beat like it just was going to be a big deal for us to to take a GC from them because they were looked at as a group that was better than us um and I honest to God did not think it was going to happen I thought this was going to be a loss for us I didn't inspire you no no I'm going to say going into it going into it I didn't think we had it. Uh, like before you got on the bus, you didn't think you had it. Yeah, no, I just didn't think we had it. I thought if we won in prelims, we'd make it, but we didn't win in prelims, and so I was like, "Well, crap." And then we were reminded of the fact that anytime Brio has, prior to this, anytime Brio had lost in prelims, w- this close, like it was a pretty tight point difference. Yeah, we've always had enough whatever to come back, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the vibe in the room was that that was not going to be tonight. Like that was just that was not what was going to happen. And uh, <laughs> and and you were very instrumental in changing that. So I think from then on, it was you know how can we keep showing, keep a connection with Dobbs and with Homewood for that matter, to show that we still care and that that mattered to us. And I remember Brio had this thing, and I don't think we ended up doing it that much my senior year, which is kind of unfortunate, but the, the Gatorade shoes, the, the, Oh my of, gosh. Uh, the Gatorade shoes. I thought you were going to say some, and then you completely just blindsided me with that. I know. Like, because I, memory, found this, dude. I found this picture of you <laughs> at, I mean, God, what comp would that have been? What was y'all's last comp that year? Chicago. Chicago. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. We were, we okay. the same weekend yes. y'all were in Orlando. Yes. The same weekend we were in Orlando. Cause wow. I performed. That's crazy, dude. I forgot about that. It's because I saw a picture. You sent, I mean, you sent it to all of us. I like, said it. I picked every single Brio kid out of my Snapchat. Yeah. I, I took a picture and I, like, there was like 60 people. Every single guy in the 2022 group, I sent that picture to. Every single yeah. dude. And it was just a view with sunglasses, a blazer, like a suit. And uh, I was and, leaving uh, my hotel room to go to the You look go to clean the in the mug, dude. You look clean as a mug. I have my and, glasses uh, on. Oh, and you're just so holding cool. you're just holding the bag, like a little sleeve of Gatorade shoes. And the whole thing was just like hashtag Brandon Brio. Like or something like that. It, it was, was something hashtag like stay strapped Brandon Brio. Yeah, that's right. It was hashtag stay strapped. 
because your your mom told me to stay strapped, and I was like, yeah. she's like, stay strapped. I was like, yeah, she's the Gatorade shoes, and I was like, oh, okay, oh, oh, so yeah. I've it was like, oh, it's on, bro, on from there for sure. And I remember again. I mean, well, year in Nashville, fair. I did the same thing. Yeah, well, because me and you, me and you kept talking a lot. Through yeah, that because we were both. Like that next year when we were, because we were both, we both graduated in 23. Not a lot of people know this, I don't think, but originally, and correct me if I'm wrong, y'all were supposed to be at Northeast Jones. So in the 20 all four season. choirs were supposed to go to um Northeast. I, I don't remember. There's too many of them. Northeast? Was, yeah, because it was. Because uh-huh, you guys always go yeah. there. And I remember um Jason texting me and he was like, hey, I really need to know what y'all are doing. It was like, it was like uh, July going into my senior year. He's like, hey, are you going to Northeast Jones? I was like, Jason, I couldn't tell you on a map where Northeast, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. We were supposed to go, and that would have been Homewood, Brio, and Attaché. Yep. All we needed was pedal, and it's time to party. Whoa. Oh, I, no, it would have been a party. Over, bro. Um, Dude, when I tell you, look, so – I know it didn't end up happening, but when I tell you, so this is just a a what if scenario, right? That room was standing room only with just Adache and Brio in it because of the amount of people who were coming to see. And this is kind of like what you're talking about with the the power rankings, like the amount of people who just wanted to see if it was going to happen. You don't have to name what it is, but everyone knows what it is. No, no, everyone knows. Everyone knows. They were just wanting to see if it was going to happen. Adesay did not have another comp that year where there was even really a shot. And this is the first time in a minute. I mean, uh, for sure since pre-COVID where there was a for real, for real chance of it happening, mm-hmm. right? Had had things gone in that direction where Homewood would have gone, I don't know. Well, I'm not even really going to speculate on the placement because – I've got my opinion on that. We're not going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's a safe space to where we can. Gonna, We've gone long enough to where people will stop. Well, so, right. Okay, so, so, and I don't want to keep harping on, like, Brandon stuff necessarily, but I will say this. In this hypothetical world where Homewood would have gone to, to Northeast Jones, let's just say that the weather <clears throat> was also um, better, maybe? Yeah, not as dangerous. Let's just imagine. Let's just imagine it. That finals would because you you know how this goes where where like prelims is packed, prelims is packed because everyone's waiting for awards. Finals clears out because, because all, the all the parents are gone. The kids, you the yeah, they're all gone, right? And that's okay. Like that, that, that's how it drop. works. Had oh my gosh! Brandon, Homewood, and Adache been the top three in a finals at a 2023 Northeast Jones. That would have been the most packed finals you have ever seen in your life. Because everyone, minus a few outliers, would have Not stayed. in my life. Aubrey was bigger. You, but, yes. Okay, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But, look, at the same time, you've got to remember, y'all have six people in finals. Yeah, and every single group was every single group was staying at, in the Aubrey. And it was the Aubrey, so, you know, they sold more tickets. But Yeah, well, it's a big, big freaking arena. Y'all had an upper deck in the Aubrey, right? Whole venue, 4,000 yeah, people. Yeah, right. Whole venue. Yeah, so... If if that finals well, like if that exists if that happened, like that's that's something that like, I mean that's the biggest freaking thing ever, right? Yeah, 
So and I'll, I'll tell you this. There is something that I wish y'all could have experienced being there. And I don't know just how, how much it read in the room. So, something happened at Northeast Jones on stage, that first performance. So usually, and this was something I think anyone from the show can attest, we walked out and, you know, you get the clap, you get the, you know, Bradley Fowdy, y'all better step. Mm -hmm. Like he did that during pedal. Really fun. Like you can hear all of that, right? But you can also hear the, the person announce it. We get on stage and start walking on, and the absolute like ground shaking applause had the MC at Northeast Jones screaming into her mic so that she could actually be heard, and we still couldn't hear her. Just this, like, when I tell you, like, I was so moved by the amount of people who <laughs> I'm so chill thinking about it, the amount of people who were there supporting us had me. And a couple other seniors. I remember looking over. Me and Mabry were mirrors for that spot. So we're walking on stage, right? And we get set. I look at Mabry halfway through it. And I've got tears rolling down my face. And he does too. And then we look up and we get set for the opener. And like this was after we had just like, I don't, this was, I'm not going to blame anybody for this. Because this is, it's not, I don't believe this was malicious. I don't think this was intentional for anybody. Literally just mother Nate. Like she literally just said, you know what? I don't care. You're not getting it. And I've, I mean, a lot of us were really hot about it initially. Um. Because we felt like we had already moved risers in this rain to begin with. It wasn't like it was a torrential I mean, like, downpour. Yeah, but it was, driving home, it was still driving home in Alabama at least. We there were tornadoes right. that that night from Opelika. It was yeah, man, look, it's not. No one's no one's gonna say that that was the wrong call. And I'm, and I'm not I'm not here to say that either. Um, but it's a frustrating call. It was really unfortunate because we were, and you've never performed at Northeast Jones. We were in the band hall getting ready to move the risers on stage when Dr. Bill Myers came out and told everyone in the back that finals was canceled. So we were going on stage for prelims when we found out finals was canceled. Immediately, there's a new pressure on the performance mm -hmm. that wasn't there before that. You know what I'm saying? We flipped. I was mad. I was furious. But so we, we get back there and we're like, we got to turn this up. And like, people are, people are frustrated. Sure. People are sad. Sure. But I remember us praying backstage. We're praying like, like God, not not to win, but to let us do our very best on this stage, right? And we go out there, and it was the most overwhelming thing I've ever done. We did a fantastic show. We had a great, great run, and it just wasn't it just wasn't enough mm -hmm. that night. And that's completely fine. Like I'm 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 set on that now. It just wasn't enough. That being said, in this hypothetical world where we've got Homewood Brio and Attaché, all of this one comp, and the weather's all right. All these hypothetical things have to go down, right? Uh, I'm thinking I'm not nearly as composed because I remember the conversations me, you, and Seth had going into a potential Northeast Jones. That, that summer at the disc golf course. Yeah. Yes, because, because we're all really good friends. That was the first time I ever got mad at you. Uh-huh. Because because uh, because me and you were both uh, we were both not backing down whatsoever, bro. We were both so I, confident that not only not only were we gonna beat each other, but that we were also granted, gonna do it. Whenever like whenever network competes in Mississippi, something always happens because we're from Alabama, and that's that's whatever. Like, what I think if you take that group, those three groups, and put them in just alone, I don't like just in a random venue in Tennessee, and bring the same groups that were there to watch. Sure. You have like a even middle ground, and you 
like same kind of eerie feeling, you know, going into it, like dust, the dust is just picking up. It's just picking up and you hit and like first, I'm assuming we would go first because we're the not, we're the only group, like we're the outlier. We're from Alabama. We all are from Mississippi. So we would go first. We hit that stage where we go first and I am in my closer outfit and I'm watching y'all go. I'd like, I'd be throwing up. There's nothing, there's nothing about like, there's yeah, nothing calming about so, any of that. I remember, and this is like to that same, to that same effect, like me and you were both so confident in that moment during the summer playing disc golf. We're having this conversation about the hypothetical situation of us going and competing against each other and Adache being involved. Um, I mean, it was, it was heated to say the least. Um, because I remember Catherine, Catherine being like, "All right, boys, let's let's to go to the next hole." Take all of that aside. That is the whole vibe. Moving into the the yeah. venue, moving everything on the stage, getting on the stage, and performing. Everyone there. has a tip on their flat. Show. Everyone has something to prove. Everyone's got that in that moment, hundred percent. Curtains, curtains close, and I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Happened, same thing happened at Northeast Jones. Curtains close. Adrenaline drops. And now you're the most insecure person uh-huh. on the planet. hundred percent. It doesn't matter how good of a show. Like, cause I know in hindsight, like that's the best we possibly could have done that night. I knew walking off the stage, that's the best we possibly could have done that night. You sit me in the audience before Adisha even has a chance to go on stage. And I'm automatically, Oh, Oh no. Oh, we lost. Oh God, we're awful. And like, and like, you know, we did, we did lose that night. But I think I did the same thing with Auburn too. Like I absolutely did the same thing with Auburn in every group that we've ever like you get so hyped up, so confident. Your high is all the way up here. You're like the higher the highs, the lower the lows. To do this, the higher the highs, the lower the lows. You know what I'm saying? Like so, so I think it's interesting that like like you said in my dream scenario of that, Homewood, Brandon, Adache, Pedal, set them up, send them to like I don't know Glenwood. Everyone goes to Glenwood. That's the ideal situation in my mind. Going into a competition with Adache, Brio, and Petal, when we're the, oh we're the Alabama guys, blah 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 blah. Uh uh-uh. uh, not in twenty twenty three we uh-huh. weren't. We there was yeah. there was two chips on our shoulders, and I love chips absolutely. So it was gonna oh would have been so much fun. Yeah, I think twenty twenty three, as far as a senior year. For both of us, is I think the best way possible mm-hmm. outside of like literally winning every comp. What a freaking season to go out on! Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like very quickly running down Brio's deal. Like we had, it's the like 2022 was four GCs, 2023 was four GC sweeps. Um, the only comp we didn't come out of, uh, we didn't come out of with a caption was against Adishay, which like fair. Makes sense. Um, and then we went to HOA Nashville and took show design and choreography away from Center Grove. Mm-hmm. The only group to take choreography from Center Grove prior to that was Carmel Ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Right? We had a phenomenal season. Like one that I'm super proud to hang my hat on is the last one that I got to be a part of. The last one that I also can take like a certain amount of pride in knowing that I was a part of a leadership team with as well. Um, and knowing that we set up a fantastic platform for Brio 2024 to go above and beyond over. Yeah. Right. 
that's the goal for this whole deal, especially for guys who I think we both share this, like guys who who just love show choir and love what it did for us and love what it was made for, like love how how it impacted us. We want to leave a framework and a ground plan so that the future kids involved in this will go on to bigger and better things, right? So knowing that that was where we were and like, I mean, good God, y'all season was ridiculous. Going, coming off of uh, underwhelming year 2022, Montgomery, we never win at Montgomery. We haven't won at Montgomery once. We won in prelims in 2015. And Scott Thorne, you know, said, you know what? I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to win it. Auburn took choreography from us and I was very mad. I studied that show. I studied Montgomery show. Come out the next week. Sweep Albertville. Come out the next week. Sweep Opelika with Auburn again. Come out the next week. That's when we hosted. And then the week after that, we go to Auburn. Sweep against Oak Mountain. Then we have our face looking at Nationals. Unbeaten record. We've, we're missing one caption award. Lindmar's missing two. We get up on stage. Getting up on stage is a very big understatement. It's the Opry. Like, let's be real. Biggest performers in the entire history of music have performed on that stage. Nervous wreck. I'm confident we make finals. Pete predictions are like, no. No, you're not. Like, maybe I'll give you fifth overall. And I was like, okay. But say, I'm pretty sure I I think I had y'all in, in fourth or third. No one, no one, no one had us in the running. Where I go on stage for prelim awards and we get second. Like, I remember trying to fall asleep that night because, like, we'd had a rehearsal after with our choreographers and they were like, guys, like, I don't know. We don't know what else to try and fix. That's a scary feeling. Have, like, being told that, I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Like, watch this. Yeah. Like, come at me. Like, tell me I can't fix it. Yeah. And then well, our other choreographer was like, dude, I know you want I know you want it and I know there's reasons you want it and you know like it's a national championship how cool is that like that's awesome it's technically not but like the title for it well yeah no I mean any national competition is a big deal because you know I think maybe with the exception of a couple like they're held in spots where there's not a lot of show Mm -hmm. bar so it's like neutral ground essentially where you have you end up getting groups literally from across the country who go and do this and I think that's what makes those shows interesting. Kind of moving away from the 23 season and into where we are now, the warm-up room as a concept, and I think this is interesting to say, actually, because it wasn't the warm-up room initially. Um, we had gotten in contact. This was me, Seth, Andrew Edwards, and buddy of ours, Keegan Lofton. Um, and Jason was going to be involved in this as well. We had gotten in touch with the show choir barstool who they i mean they i think they're based out of the the midwest they do a lot more like commentary style uh content uh with like rankings and stuff like that kind of like what we do like we wanted to do that as well but um like we recorded it's it's i have it on my youtube it's completely unlisted and private but we have a hour and two minute long pilot for a like show choir talk show mm-hmm. where we did we took the concept of the blind ranking a tier list style game as well as like 
commentary and did them in segments and had we had like a panel because it was me it was me seth andrew and keegan and then had jason come in and do like an insert and he was going to be our alabama correspondent essentially so on my youtube right now there is a barstool show choir south is what we called it with an intro with multiple camera angles with uh uh insert from uh, a different location for Jason. Jason was in Keegan's backyard, <laughs> um, pretending like he was in Alabama. Um, That's really funny. It was a pilot. I know, it's wild. It was a pilot. We were going to send it to him. I had it completely edited. I sent it to Seth uh, and, and like that whole group of guys who were involved. And I didn't want to tell them what I thought. I wanted to get their opinion first because I knew what I felt about it. Um, and the collective, including my opinion, was this is garbage. This is awful. And no one should ever see this. And maybe, um, you know, maybe that's how this turns out on the first season run through. And then we completely switch. Sure, the, yeah, the we'll tape. find out. But um, but at minimum, the first iteration of what ended up coming to warm up room was god awful. Um, and it took I worked at a summer camp this summer and spent a lot of my time kind of thinking about how to revamp it and like re vitalize that idea and because initially it was called like we were going to call the whole thing barstool show choir south and then call the podcast or the talk show the warm-up room that's what we were going to call it and so we were trying to think of new names and eventually i think we were like what if we just called it the warm-up room i mean it 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 went from a talk show to just an instagram Mm -hmm. account and then we were like well what if we did a podcast like bradley does that was a longer discussion because we didn't know what that was going to look like or what we wanted that to look like. Um, but then eventually, it, someone brought up the idea, well, Dobbs has opinions that we've never really heard. And I think we got on a phone call and we were talking about it, and I realized this would be really fun. Like we would, I would actually really enjoy I was on the way home to you about from that. Mobile, from Spring Hill, and you were like, yo, yeah. or you put on your Instagram or something, and I DM the Instagram, you're like, you want to work with us? Let us know. And I DM the Instagram, and you were like, "All right, this is Aiden." And I was like, "Oh, I am so in. Like, I'm doing it. We're here." Yeah. And that's it. Because that was back before anyone we had actually announced who was a part of the account. Yeah, like you, y'all hadn't like, like the account was it was maybe like two days old. And I was like, "I'm ready. Like, I want in." It took probably a month and a half, two months before we got to where we're doing the podcast and then once i asked you about the podcast you were like let's do it obviously we started talking this weekend and we're like we need to go ahead and do this thing and that's like where the whole that's where our whole like conflict as far as why we were doing this came up right and i think kind of to wrap this up it's important to talk about why the warm-up room is what it is why it's why we are the ones who did it and like what our intentions are behind it. I'm a part of the warm-up room because I miss show choir. As a member of show choir, I I loved it. And I want to, I wish I had more content to listen to or to like, you know, to take opinions off of. I want to provide that now for people who are just like me. Um, I also want to work with my friends. That sounds kind of fun. And being a part of something like a show choir is a very special thing. And not many people get to be a part of something like that. So this is a way that this segment of, you know, the warm-up room is a, is an attempt, in my opinion, to, for people who don't have the luxury of being in a show choir at home, you know, to, to listening in to, to feel what it would be like. There's TV shows, there's whatever. Those are all fake. 
those are like, we are two real dudes who just got out of high school who want to you know provide something i think that's a pretty cool idea i think for me uh kind of like you said like like do show choir is not glee like glee is not what uh what our lives were like for seven years you know like we yeah that's that wasn't our experience and i think the thing that you told me about this once where it's like to know that somebody cares enough about what we're doing to talk about it in a, on a public setting, put their opinions out there and know that they're talking about you is such a cool feeling. Bradley Davis did that for us. Uh, a bunch of guys who, who have commented on showquire.com did that mm-hmm. for us. And this is our way, like I said earlier, of giving back to the community that did so much for us when we were in high school. And I think that that's, that's where my heart is. I think that's where I know. I feel like that's where your heart is. I know that's where Seth's is at. And, and I think that's kind of what keeps us going. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. I think that's a good place to stop. Thank you guys for listening. Um, assuming that you're listening, I have no idea how many people this will reach or if when we clip everything together, uh, maybe we don't even publish it. Who knows? But, uh, but I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that, uh, y'all stick around. Give for us more. feedback, please. And, uh, yeah, give us feedback, y'all, because I mean, this isn't this is this is our first time doing anything like this, and and I know we had a good time. Just that, that, was, I, that was really I fun. That. Like I, I had a really good time, and I know yeah. that I know that we did. We talked a lot about ourselves in this one. I think this was a, a attempt to introduce ourselves to you guys and to give you a, a some context as to far as far as like how we uh got here and what this is for us but going forward uh expect some other kinds of conversations expect some some things more relevant to the competition season Um, maybe some guest stars maybe we'll have you know some of our friends to share their experience of how they got involved in show choir but for right now this first episode it's a little long because it's our first time but no this like i said this is just an introduction to us and and the voices that hopefully you'll be listening to throughout the season. Uh, shout out to my mom because uh, she's <laughs> the goat. Uh, shout out to Dobbs' mom because she's also the goat. Um, yeah, and on that note, I think it's a good way to sign Let's off. Let's do it, boys. Happy New Year.